We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I think you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Hey, everybody. We are back with another episode of the Value Add Podcast with K&K. And I am so excited for this episode. We actually, um, I know Kenny mentioned in a previous episode that we just did the two-day deep dive for our brand um, this last weekend with Kristen Hartnagel. And during the two-day deep dive, we took a break. Instead of having lunch, we did a podcast with Kristen. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Yeah, um, I did decide to do this for my birthday. Um, it just happened to land on that weekend, and we wanted to jump right into the new year and do it. We made the financial commitment and the time commitment, and also this is this was a you know a deep dive, and we will continue to carry on this entire roadmap process through the year. Um, the whole goal is, guys, it's pretty simple. Eighteen, we're figuring out what we're doing. Nineteen, we jumped in the water, started swimming. And figured out wow things are working helping grow our brand and 2020 is about let's let's get really hyper focused on what that means to grow our brand get a roadmap so in 2021 hopefully we're reading reaping massive rewards from this so crystal anything you'd like to add no, I mean, I think we were just really excited to get it done. It's, I think, one of the things uh, that most businesses don't do for themselves is sit down and ask yourself those hard questions. Um, and most of us don't know what to do. So you and I have talked about a lot of these things in the past by ourselves. But if you think you can do it yourself, I just, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think it's impossible for anyone because the problem is you can ask yourself all these same questions and go through the same things that we went through with Kristen this weekend. But the problem is, is anytime you're stumped or it gets hard or you're not sure there's nobody there to navigate you keep you on track and more importantly kind of push you beyond what you thought your limits were because we're all capable of so much more um, but you can't usually bring that out of yourself sometimes you need some help to do that and Kristen was honestly just like a superstar at that I feel so lucky that she was the person that we worked with and um, we're excited to keep working with her and brand builders overall so I really love their strategy I love their purpose I love their message so hopefully you guys get a lot out of this episode and real quick guys I just want to say two things about that because when we were in the meeting um, Crystal did bring up a good point that Kristen did is that most of us start our business um, and this is a good one to listen to for all you guys trying to like figure out your business and your why and all that stuff is really when you see somebody that has a big brand a great brand they've already went through this some of them took 10 years five years whatever but one of the things crystal did mention in there that we have to keep reminding ourselves is a lot of times we hire somebody to start doing marketing and stuff but you actually you know brand builders has this one two three four phase and you're starting at phase two or three but you never started on phase one which we kind of did so literally putting the cart before the horse it's like you're putting 12 carts before the horse so one thing was that and the last thing i'd like to say before we jump into this amazing podcast is like crystal said is to sit down and do this by yourself is okay but you're probably going to get okay results because she pushed us beyond to keep pushing and thinking to really dive in and get out of this what we really wanted to and just like if you work out by yourself or you work out with a trainer in a gym with other people you know that when you work out by yourself you can only hit the gas so hard but when you work out with others 
they can crush you and you feel the pain. So guys, without any further ado, let's jump right into it. Check out Brand Builders with Kristen. Here we go. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Today, we have Kristen Hartnagel with Brand Builders in the podcast studio. And actually, we're doing a two-day deep dive with Kristen. So we're just taking a little break from that to um, have a chat. Yay. And yeah. today, we get to call it KKNK because Kristen yeah. starts with K as well. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that's good, KKNK. I like she said oh, NK, no. though. At least yeah. she do it all at once. So we're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, so yeah, we're taking time out of our, uh, busy schedule to bring you guys some value, which I think we will. Um, so I'm going to jump into it. So Kristen and I, I connected with you. Um, we have a shout out to Lewis Howes. Thanks. And Rory. But anyways, I was listening to Lewis Howes podcast about, and Rory was on there talking about brand building. And obviously we've been working a lot on ours and we're just at a point in our, brand building career or whatever we want to call it. I feel like we're, you know, everybody knows, watch this show. Crystal and I really didn't do anything. And now we've been doing a lot of stuff for a year. And we're basically at the point where we're like, we need some serious direction on where to take this thing to the next level. And um, that's why you're here and welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate you letting me be a guest on the show. And it's going to be so fun diving in with you and really getting deep into the what makes you you, what makes you unique and uh, I think what you do is really important and fun. We're only a couple hours into it, but I feel like we're already getting like just kind of the juices flowing, like my brain's already kind of thinking in all these different directions, which I know you'll hone it in for us at the end because that's the problem that we always have. I think a lot of people with branding. So um, we should kind of, I want to kind of talk to people though about the steps it takes to build a brand because I think most of us are confused about where to start. There's so many different ways to start that it's easy to kind of just get confused. And uh, when you're confused, you don't do anything. So such a good point. Yeah. Yeah, And I think when people do start an entrepreneurial business, the first thing they think is I'm going to need a website. I'm going to need business cards. And so many, many people miss the vital step of doing the hard thinking of really doing the soul searching to pull out how am I going to answer why somebody should work with me over anybody else doing the same thing? What is my uniqueness? And and how do I share who I am and what I do and how I serve people in a way that makes that super clear? Uh, because otherwise, I'm just going to be part of the noise. And so many people miss that mark if they dive right into building a website and they're not clear on how to tell that story, then they end up just being part of the noise. It's like benefit oriented. It's one direction here. Work with me. It's like tap dancing really pretty and it's not very effective. I think you, I mean, it's clear is that obviously we all look at the social media or online or just businesses and you see their brands crushing it or doing really well. And I think a lot of people see some people might just get lucky, go out and nail it. But for most of us, um, whether even if you have you know a good referral source and you're trying to go to the next level or build your brand, it takes a lot of work and time. And I don't think people see all the behind the scenes. So can you kind of tell us just about just a little bit about you, your kind of your career and how you're here with brand builders and just a little about brand builders and what exactly you guys do? Absolutely. So my personal story is that I have been in sales and kind of helping people through leadership and and performance. Um, And when we kind of decided that what we wanted to do instead is find those mission-driven messengers who are trying to change the world in ways only they can, 
um, they're they're really kind of lacking the strategy. Again, like like Crystal said, there's so much to do. How do I know what to do first? Yeah. And I don't want to spin my wheels, and I don't want to like be that hamster running endlessly on the wheel. I really want to know that there's a roadmap for this. So what we wanted to do at Brand Builders Group is to create this process that really takes the guessing out of it. And the order is vitally important. It absolutely has to be that you know how to share who you are and what you do and who you serve and how you serve them in ways only you can, that uniqueness message, before you start building everything that needs to be built. So we we have divided the journey of building a personal brand into four phases. And the first phase is brand identification, really dialing in on that message and uniqueness. Phase two is brand creation. And this is where we take everything that we landed on and it becomes what informs what we build. So that's your social media content strategy. That is the way the website functions. It's actually every word on every page in a website. Are we taking people through that emotional journey so that they can feel you're the right fit for them? Uh, And then we're going to talk about how do we drive traffic to it? And then lastly, we want to say, how do we scale this? Who needs to be on your team? If this is going to be like an eight-figure entrepreneurial business, we want to know who's going to be on the bus and in what seats and, you know, look at every aspect of, of how we build this thing up and around you. Um, yeah, because one of the questions um, I know when you asked us this morning is kind of like what we're looking to get out of this, you know, and I know we kind of talked about it, but I think I think a lot of people too, and just including us, it's you're so busy in your business and you're just working, in, you know, on your business and not or whatever it is in your business, on your business. But I think so many people just to take two days and take a step back and really go through things is great, but also is have a game plan of two days. And I think a lot of people do take a step back and are trying a lot of different things and they're just like, it's not working or this worked. And then they're like, I don't even know how that worked or how I got results. So are you... Um, with you guys, how do you, how did you guys kind of perfect like this process and brand building? Is it just through experience or, or just how did you come to this whole system? Yeah. So, um, I've been blessed to be able to work with, uh, the amazing co-founders of brand builders group, Rory, and one of my other favorite people, his wife, AJ. That's awesome. And so we built a multi-million dollar business before And in the course of that, created our own speakers bureau and really understood that with the advent of the internet, you know, you don't, you can't get paid for what you know anymore. So how do we use that to our advantage? Well, we give away everything that we know and we do it in a way that helps people see that you are who they want to get information from. Like they can get it anywhere, but they're going to want it from you because of the amazing value that you provide. So Rory Vaden is a New York Times bestselling author. He wrote Take the Stairs um, and he had the number eight entrepreneurial podcast of 2017 and he He gets to command 25K whenever he speaks. And even though all of those are revenue streams, the only reason to do those things 
sure it adds credibility, it helps gain exposure, but exposure for what reason? They are all vehicles to drive awareness to the primary business model. And so in our former life together, that was all about leadership and performance. And in this life, it's all about helping people who are trying to make a difference in the world know that there is a system that works. It takes the guessing out of it. And uh, so we came to what we know because we spent years doing it, helping Rory to establish who he is and, and how he gets that credibility out there and how he's known and gains exposure. So all of it is a strategy for helping people uh, learn about you because people can't do business with you if they don't know you. How do we get you known so that people can say, oh, you are who I want to work with? Well, and the funny thing is I feel like a lot of people in real estate, they've asked us even when we started doing marketing and we started doing some of the social media stuff, how is that really working for you? Because it doesn't really work for me or I tried it and it it doesn't really work. So taking a person that's in the real estate industry, say that you're a real estate agent or a real estate broker or mortgage broker, why do you think – I I know that it's important, but why do you think that branding is so important in the real for somebody in the real estate space? That's a really good question. To me, CEOs of large companies, like almost everybody is starting to recognize that people do business with people more than people do business with businesses, with companies. And we're kind of fickle in today's day and age. If a company does something that we don't like, we just stop going. Um so how can we provide uh, the kind of insight to who you are as a person. It's it's really how relatable are you? What parts of yourself are you willing to share to, not that we want to get so deep and personal about everybody's lives, but we want people who are relatable. I want to do business because of who you are. And, uh, and so personal branding is all about how can I come to the information that I share through the hearts and the minds of the people that I serve rather than pushing my own agenda. And that is really magnetic. It's, it's people are drawn to people who they can see themselves working with because they've developed this trust and relatability. I think you also build a relationship with people too. And so that way when you do hit bumps in the road, because let's be honest, nothing ever goes perfect in business. So when you hit those bumps in the road, you've now built that relationship with this person and you've built the credibility that people hopefully aren't going to be as quick to just move on to the next person that they actually want to work through things with you. Because if we all know that life's not perfect and things don't always go as planned, at least now you're invested with this person, whether it's me or Kenny or somebody else. You feel like you know them, you have a relationship. It's not just, you know, cross them off the list and move on to the next person. I think that speaks volumes about why people do business with people is if I've seen you be human, if I've seen you make mistakes and how you've been resilient and worked through those, I now trust you even more because, you know, gone are the days when we only want to work with those people who have everything figured out. I mean, that's almost a turnoff when you see somebody who's like, I know it all. Nobody knows it all. (laughs) And to say, hey, I want to share with you everything that I know, and then let's grow together and figure the rest of it out. That's so much more humble, and people are drawn to that. And I think that that vulnerability is is 
part of being relatable. It's part of building your personal brand. Yeah, the collaboration and teamwork is definitely much more attractive. I think we were even saying too, just as with competitors these days, now it's like we're not really competing anymore against each other. We're more collaborating to see how we can help each other grow. And Everybody yeah. wins. Yes. That's such a better dynamic. Yeah, and the and people that are influencers or that are using social media and stuff that are really building their brands at a rapid pace, um, they used to try to do it by themselves. And some of them even got talked into, hey, for example, I'll use Grant Cardone. He wanted every do it himself. Somebody's like, you should do a 10X invite those people. He's like, but that's a competitor and I'm selling my sales and they're going to sell theirs. They're like, yeah, but you're on their platform. And then all of a sudden he realized I was so stupid and negative that I didn't do that. Now I'm doing it and it blew my brand up like more than 10X and he should have done that a while ago. But he thought, I was always taught and trained to no screw competition. They're terrible for you, you know? Oh my gosh. We have kind of had some experiences that we could never have anticipated that really go along with that story. We hold these live events and people come together to get two days of education on a topic like how to write a keynote or how to monetize a podcast, for instance. And I have to tell you, before we had them, I was anticipating that people would kind of hold their cards close to their chest, that they would be like, you know, we're all entrepreneurs building our businesses and I don't want you to steal my idea. Yeah. But it couldn't have been farther from the truth people are like i was just on this podcast you'd be a great guest let me introduce you we all know that each person in that room is trying to change the world and so why not collaborate and help everybody because it's like we're raising the level of the sea and all ships will rise and what a great time to be alive when there is this shift toward collaboration and and rising each other up yeah i mean we have crystal and i, I think we've like one of the things with our business, which we've kind of had there, it's we say it, uh, relationships over transactions. Mm. So, you know, I think when you first start in a career or business, it's really sometimes hard to see that because you're so focused on the money because you need to make money. Right. Um, and I know people meet with you and like, I need to make money to get profitable like now. And some people meet with you like, hey, I'm established, but I want to take what I have and, you know, grow the brand. And I think um, we've really focused on that. It's like we're willing sometimes is like sometimes you got to do something for free where you're like this. We're, you're all instead of us saying this is a fair, we should get paid. You're like, no, it didn't go right. I should do it for free because where this came from, I've gotten 10 other deals. And I think that's the other thing, too, is. I'm starting to feel that people that are winning in our industry and other industries that are really top of their game, I've learned from them is the whole relationships over transactions and that you that you can portray through using social media and content too for anybody. I mean, I think that's I huge. I agree. And I think there is a, a big shift happening and it has been for many years away from making money just for the sake of making money to when I give it away, when I'm really serving people, the money will come. When where I come from is a place of service and helping others, you can't help but magnetize the right people and uh, and have that come true for you. So it's all about how to be a magnet, not a megaphone, how to draw those people in who are the right fit for you, not trying to appeal to everybody because then it's fake and superficial, but appealing to the people that you know you serve better than anyone else and in ways only you can again. And yeah. so that's kind of niching down and getting clear, but it's also really coming from that space of how can I help them in the best way? So it's a really great energy. Can you, um, 
I mean, there's so many things we can ask you about. I was going to say is, do you have any, can you give us a few examples of maybe, I know we're just starting to working together and maybe we'll be an example one day, but any examples of people that you or Rory, anybody that might be working with that um, have kind of gone, that have spent some time with you guys um, and really that have seen a change in their business and maybe a couple things where some of the changes were they did some pivoting or moving or different things that really changed their business that maybe could work for anybody? Certainly. I would say that one of the biggest things is the way they're posting uh, on on social media. Okay. You know, posting just to have content, it really needs to be purposeful posting. So, um, you know, we live in the space of the solution. So it's really easy for us to talk about who we are and what we do and don't you want to work with me and and yet if we can climb inside the heads and the hearts of the people that we're trying to serve and really figure out what are they struggling with what questions do they have and make our social media posting about solving those problems answering those questions that really establishes thought leadership that really helps to make you that go-to person and specific people who have kind of gone through and and made a difference um, I mean I would say that there are speakers and authors and people in real estate, but also people in direct sales who are saying, hey, it is about, you know, doTERRA or, you know, there's so many of them. But uh, Rory tells the story about his mom being with Mary Kay. And, you know, it's, it's, there's this element of direct sales that really is uh, great for personal branding because they, they could go to anyone to either buy product or build an organization. So why should they go to you? That really needs to be fleshed out so that you know how to attract the right people for your organization. And they know that, but um, you know, I would say one of my favorite clients owns a marketing company. And he said, Kristen, this is what I do all day, every day for my clients, but I wouldn't dream of doing it for myself because (laughs) I'm way too close to it. This is like this hard, deep thinking of phase one of getting really clear. We are too close to it. Like every idea, you know, we can run down a rabbit trail and think it's the right thing, but it kind of takes the perspective of, wait, now, is that a symptom or is that the root? And really diving deep into pulling that out and making that super clear. So, you know, and he followed that up with, hey, as a marketer, every idea I have is a good idea. So I want to make sure (laughs) I want to make sure I have somebody who's just picking it apart and making sure it makes sense for who I'm trying to serve. And I think for us too, as I think it's so easy for us because we all started our own businesses as entrepreneurs because we were good at doing one thing, right? So it's like for us, maybe it's loans. So we're really good at doing loans. But if you ask me why you should work with me, I can give you all the technical reasons because of what a professional I am and how much I know. But um, it's really, really hard to put that in words and to really, truly, like when you say think put yourself in the customer's mind, that's easier said than done. It's so hard to go look at something as a layman and say, okay, why do I want to work with you? And how do I put myself in your shoes? Because you are the technician. You do want to just be technical. It's really, really hard to get out of that. So I think that's one of the big exercises for all of us to kind of learn. And it's not something I really feel like any of us can do on our own because now you're not just a technician. 
now you're a marketer too. In order to be successful, you have to be a marketer. And how many of us are marketers? Absolutely. And if we're using copy, like we had a client who said that they spent $30,000 on a professional copywriter, but it didn't convert even one client because they didn't do the hard work of figuring out this phase one, who we are, how to, what is that message? What is that uniqueness? What are the problems that I solve? And so we miss the mark. It becomes that one directional from me to you that doesn't really work. And what we know about people is that they make decisions to work with you based on emotion. So how can we move them emotionally through that journey where they feel like not only are you the right fit, but that they trust you because of the information that you've been giving. And and so really the words on a website need to have that two-dimensional feel of a dialogue only it's just, there's only one part of it. So how can I cover what I know people are asking? How can I make sure I'm talking about the pain that they're feeling in a way that they can go, oh my gosh, how did she know that I, that I need help with that? And then provide the solution without beating them over the head saying, I'm the one who can help you. And that emotional journey is that's finesse. There's an art and a science to what we do. And we want to make sure that we're not salesy, but that we're moving people through that emotional decision and that they can feel you're the ones. And it's really hard because I feel like a lot of websites are either too technical or really, really cheesy because they're using all the action words, you know, that people get. Like they're trying too hard in a way almost. So you guys do help people build their website and come up with the content for their website and go through that whole exercise as part of the branding strategy? Well, it was actually an evolution because we didn't originally know that we were going to do that, but we had so many people who became clear on their messaging and then wanted to build it. And, you know, some people are like DIYers. I'm just going to tell me what to do to make sure that it's a functioning website and it's operating in an optimal way and I'll do it. Um, another bucket is like, I've already got a web team. So, you know, just tell me what needs to be there to make it good. And then I'll have our people do it. And another third are saying, I want you guys to do it. So we have professional copywriters and we do work with people on wireframes to make sure that the way it is flowing is going to keep in line with what we spent so much time getting clear on. Mm-hmm. It's got to make sure that that convey, is conveyed in both the words and the visual identity, the look and the feel and the emotional journey. So we've actually developed this system for copywriting called the 15 P's of copywriting. And there's so much psychology involved in it. It's, you know, it's almost like you can't lose if you're making sure you cover all of these aspects to, to tell the story and connect with people but it's almost like becoming a professional athlete at that though because it's not really like you said just follow these 15 steps it's just that easy but it's really hard work it is hard work so typically when I ask people what problem do you solve they really go to what they know and they say well I help people do this and I can do this and and then it's all about me again and so it's it's like a kind of retraining the mind to say, well, those are benefits. Those aren't really problems. So in order for me to feel that what that is is a benefit to me, it's an answer to something I'm struggling with. Let's talk about that. 
And when you can become an ambassador to the problem you solve, it's like you're giving words to something that people have been struggling with that they didn't really even know they were struggling with it. And now when you're talking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, he climbed inside my head. Mm -hmm. And that is another thing that really adds that magnetism and positions you as the people who can solve that problem. The way I think people that do marketing really, really well is they do it through education. And um, obviously, like Gary Vee has his book, Jab, 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 Right Hook and things like that. I think the guys that have really mastered this have given everything away. And in return, um, they're able to sell more books to their product or whatever like that. And I was and I was giving an example to Mati, like one of our buddies. He owns an auto shop. And he's talking marketing. I said, look, you should make videos that you give things away. Like, hey, if I'm a single mom and I'm stranded on the side of the road and I got to YouTube a video real quick and I got a kid in the car, how to change a tire, what to do. And they're in panic. He's like, that's a great idea. And you do that. And then those people, then you hit them with an ad. They're going to go, wow, this guy helped me in a bind or gave me information. I'll come in and, um, you know, I'm going to come in and get an oil change or whatever. Yes. And I think... um, People in business are really struggling to do that stuff these days. And I think it comes down to just as figuring out like you just came down to even when you say, what's your uh, what was the question? The question you asked this is what what is the problem in your business that you're trying oh, to solve? The problem you solve. Yeah. 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 And it's like even with us, it's like, yeah, we the problem is if you need a good loan, a like, great loan. is yeah. that even the yeah, problem, yeah. though? I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. We will know by the end of these two days together. That yes. is for sure. But you're right. It is like this new dynamic and a complete paradigm shift from. Uh, just trying to club people over the head with this is what I do and and shifting to how can I be just like the name of your podcast? How can I be a value add? How can I be so important to who you are and what you're trying to do that you think of me when you need what it is that I do? Yeah, um, a couple of things. I think that like so if somebody's listening to this today, um, and all the experience you have in working with people in their business and many different businesses, not just one, which is awesome. What do you think if somebody is it's starting a new year right now and they're listening to this and they're struggling um, identifying? Is there any maybe a couple things you can tell them to do or some questions they should be sitting down with their team and asking or maybe um, like some type of uh, I'm trying to think of the word. What do you call the word? Not like a, a thing you do. Like, we're going to do this exercise. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> exercise well, they could do. This morning. How do you not? <laughs> that was more like a pain. That was like my grind. So, yeah, an exercise or questions or something you could do with, within their company. Absolutely. You know, I think it's deceiving to see that we're asking what problem do you solve? Because that's just one question. But there are lots of ways we can come at that. Lots of different exercises to help really pull that out. One is to kind of go with with what you know, like list all of the benefits, everything you know you do for people, and then kind of think, what is the inverse of that? Like, what uh-huh. is the opposite of that? Because if I, if that, in order for me to even perceive that that is a benefit, I have to have this thing that I'm suffering from, or you're just talking over my head. It's, and this is why so many websites and marketing efforts don't work is because 
If I don't feel it, it's just more noise. I'm not even tuning in. I'm, I'm really not even hearing you. But if you do start to talk in my language or give words to something that I didn't even know I was struggling with, all of a sudden I'm going to lean in. And not everybody will lean in. And that's actually a good thing. Only the people who need you, who don't know they need you, are going to be the ones to lean in. So it really kind of also goes to the point that when we try to appeal to everybody, we end up appealing to nobody. nobody. Yep. Rory tells a story about when he wrote the book, Take the Stairs, that, you know, it took so long to land a book deal. And then when he finally did, and he's like, okay, I got to write this thing. It's taking everything that's floating around in thought soup about the topic and pulling it all out. But there was just something that felt like too general, just too superficial. And uh, so he shares this story about having a conversation with his brother. And when he walked away, there were so many things he didn't say that he wanted to say. And he was just so beating himself up about it. So he just like wrote down everything he wished he had said. And that became a chapter in a book. And what he realized, I mean, this changed the way that he wrote. When I'm talking to one person, it makes it so much more relatable for everybody. And that is why instead of trying to say, I can do all these things for everybody, you might know in your heart of hearts that, hey, everybody could really use what I do, but you can't mark it that way. Or you're going to, it's like you're throwing a bunch of spaghetti against a wall and hoping something sticks. You really need to zero in on who am I serving? How can I get inside what they need and give words to that so that they can feel it? And then you've kind of earned the right for them to want to explore with you at least. And how do you guys do that? Because I know there's a lot of different people out there who say create an avatar for your perfect customer and, you know, try to put yourself in their shoes. There's a lot of different ways that people kind of try to trick you or get you into that mode of thinking from the customer or a customer's point of view. Right. Do you guys use a lot of those same things or do you have different strategies that you can? Uh, you know, I think there's probably nothing new under the sun, mm -hmm. but maybe just a, a way of finessing it to, mm -hmm. to make it our own. But one thing I would say is like the exercises to get clear on the problem you solve, listing the benefits and thinking of the opposite is one, but there's probably like 10 different ways to come at that. And when it comes to figuring out who your core target audience is, I think a lot goes into that as well. You probably are a version of the people you're trying to serve. Like right. a lot of entrepreneurs get into the business that they're in because they didn't have somebody helping them. And they're like, dang it, nobody helped me through this. So I want to create a business so that nobody has to go through what I went through. So you're probably a version of your own core target audience. But we forgot. The five-year version, <laughs> yeah. you know, five years yeah. ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, there are ways to kind of think, I've done business with some people that I love. Like, who is my favorite customer? And what do I love about them? And if, I could, if I could figure out, like, what are the things that made that situation or that relationship ask, right? so positive? That could be one thing. Yeah. And just kind of say, if I could have a million more of that person, what does that look like? What made that special? Um, and then sometimes it's like, if I could wave a magic wand, like maybe you haven't had an ideal customer experience, but you know that it would feel really good if I worked with people like this, because we don't want to build a business around serving people that you're not passionate about serving. So a lot of it has to come from who makes your heart sing? Like, who is the person that you want to impact? And if you're coming from that space, it's going to be a lot more real. 
One of the things um, I wanted to ask you uh, a couple of questions, but one of them is where, you know, you're here because Crystal and I, we talked about it and I can talk about it, it's fine. Uh, we make revenue through doing loans. We make revenue through real estate um, investing. And then also we do, we are doing, you know, events we're starting to do. And then obviously we have the podcast. We're here ah, live, but there's all these things going on. And one of the things, you know, that, that I loved listening to Rory and that was through Lewis house is a lot of people might be in business and they have a lot of things going on and they're trying to do 10 things at once. And, you know, Chris always says the Jack of all trade, the Jack of none. It's not like they're losing at everything, but there's one thing winning, but they're over here spending all this time and in, and in order. I know one of the things that you talked about is, um, brand builders got built because you built, Rory's brand and his wife's brand or whatever, but now you guys started the company off of another company and you're kind of building a brand again and you're strategically launching things that he could do right away, but they're strategic, you know, behind it. Is there any advice you'd give from, you know, working with him and building somebody's brand that has, you know, written and speaker and podcasts and this whole, what you guys do is, um, advice of, not to just go crazy, but anything you can give from just learning, being around Rory and just building brands, like not going like crazy balls of the wall and do everything at once. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, the order that we create is, is so important. Again, like we don't want to build the website before we're clear on the messaging, but also there are people who know that if I do decide to expand my reach and add credibility and kind of position myself as a thought leader, maybe being a speaker would be a good idea or writing a book might be a good idea or hosting a podcast. So all of these are viable ways and you can do all of them, but you don't want to do all of them at once. And so we want to really help people determine, number one, 80% of entrepreneurial businesses fail. So what is the fastest path to cash? We've got to get you into being a viable business first and foremost. And sometimes that isn't very popular because sometimes you have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. But let's figure out what is the fastest path to cash. Then what is the vision that we're building toward? And so one story I'll share is there are people who have been just their vision is to become a speaker. And then when we really reverse engineer their income goal, I want to make this much money. I know as a starting speaker, I can only make this much as a speaking fee. So when you do the math, I'm going to have to speak like 60, 100 times in order to hit that income goal. And like that's time away from home. It's traveling. It's living out of a suitcase. So what is the reality of wanting to be a speaker? I think speaking is an amazing revenue stream, but I just want people to think about can we use speaking as a way to drive people to the primary business model? Can it like what percentage makes sense and and then help people? Because we, we all know what we know, but we need to pull it out of thought soup and create the path. Like if people start with you and know nothing, they end and they know everything. What process did you go through to give them that information? And so we can help people actually write write a keynote that they can use for the rest of their life. And we're just helping them take what they know and maybe create modules out of it, like modularized content. And then in a keynote, you would only want to reveal like the first two or like the most important two. Like there's seven steps to this process. We only have time to go over two. That plants the seed that they need you for more. So this idea that there's everything you could be doing, we really want to just say what makes the most sense first and then second. And so there's really no 
get rich quick. There's no easy button. It is a path. And I think that that's why we're not a fit for everybody. We're really looking for the people who understand this is going to be a long journey. And we want to walk alongside you and figure out what makes sense to do first. And if you want to do it all, let's just create the roadmap for doing that. Well, I think the hard part is we hear there is so much noise out there. So there's like the camp that says that the average eight, you know, figure earner has you know, 10 different streams of income. So then people go out and they're like, I need to create these <laughs> 10 streams of income. And then there's a camp of people that go like, well, if you sit around and you plan too much, you just never end up doing. So you just need to get out there and do. So I, I know that there's got to be a balance that you strike between it because both sides are talking to the the person on those extreme opposite ends. <laughs> so true. So how would you recommend start? I mean, it, you start with branding. Yes. What is like a an intro call with you look like to even determine if someone is going to be a good fit. It's a good question. For that brand is, builders. Yeah. Ooh, Crystal, it's a good question. <laughs> First of all, I would just say, you know, is this a side hustle for you or is this like, are you so sure this is going to happen? Like your entrepreneurial business, this way you want to impact people. Because if this is not like your big burning desire, it's probably like side hustle effort makes the process so much longer. And so I know that in the Lewis House podcast that he just had on December 2nd with Rory, he talks about going all in. It's not easy to go all in because a lot of people have a day job. And we're not suggesting that you shouldn't build a personal brand if you have a day job or if you have to start as a side hustle. It's just how bad do you want it? Is this going to happen? If it's going to happen, it's just a matter of when, then we're the right fit for you because we, you don't even have to have it all figured out. Like we have people saying, I am going to do this. I'm not 100% sure the way it's going to look. And so one of the first things we do is this revenue stream assessment. What is the fastest path to cash? What are the things that we're driving toward? What are all the things people could buy from you? Because there may be some things that you haven't even considered that could be a revenue stream. And let's kind of determine where that fits in the puzzle. Um, so, I mean, I think one of the first things we figure out with people is, number one, how bad do you want it? Number two, how big of a hurry are you in? Because the way you kind of get this information can shift a little bit at a time, or we can spend two days together like you and I are, so that we can really kind of knock through phase one all at once. Um, so I think drive has a lot to do with it. I think getting super clear on the impact you want to make on the world, that makes a big difference. Like, why are you doing it? We, we're really looking for people who know they have a strong ROI potential, that they're action takers, and that they're humble. They're building a business for the right reasons. They're not, it, this isn't just like the get rich quick thing. It is, I want to make a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. It's almost like investing in real estate. I mean, it's like anything you really want time. to do in life. I mean, everything takes time and it doesn't ever come easy. And like you said, these are some of the harder questions to answer. So you really have to dive deep and be prepared to do that work. Absolutely. Um, so last question. Um, what, um, Crystal, if you have a last question, but with doing all the brand brand building and this and stuff, what do you think would you give the number one piece of advice is if somebody's like, what's the number one piece of advice when it comes to building a brand? The number one piece of advice is give away what you know. Be of value. I mean, I love the name it's of your podcast. Says, yeah. It's 
It's how, first of all, know what it is that you know, like own what you know. And don't get, I'm, I'm giving you more than one. It's okay. <laughs> don't get hung up on, I have to be an expert before I can serve people. Really, you just need to own the fact that I know I know something that the people who I want to serve don't yet know. And so that kind of giving of yourself is, I, I just want to give you what I know. Uh, but when people get hung up that they have to be an expert, that's when they can get caught up in the paralysis of analysis and waiting till they get, you know, certifications and doctorates or whatever, when there's somebody who needs you. There's somebody who needs you now. Yeah. And so how can we help you help those people? I love that. Russell Brunson said it to me, uh, said it on something I listened to. Um, before, but it's like you basically just need to be one step ahead of everybody else so you can teach them. If they're at step one and you're at step two, you're like, I'm teaching you step one or I'm teaching you step two. You don't need to know the 12 steps that it takes to get there. You're going to get there eventually and you'll keep teaching those steps as you go along. I love that too. And to me, that is the confidence that I don't have to know everything. I just have to know what I know and I and be willing to give it away, be willing to share and then, you know, help people understand that even though I'm giving it away and you know what I know, you need me to help implement or organize or execute, you know, or that accountability. So um, giving it away shouldn't be a fear. You give it away to help position you as the go-to person for this information, but they still need you for some other reason. And that's kind of how you build your business around it. Well, I love that. I think with that, we have to jump back into our session, Yay. which we're so excited about. So Kristen, tell everybody where they can find you if they want to reach out to you, talk to you about building their personal brand. I really appreciate that. I really think that um, personal branding is such uh, like a conceptual thing that people just might want to explore. Like, is this really for me? So we give away this mini video course. It's called First Steps to Famous. And so if they go to brandbuildersgroup.com forward slash FSF forward slash KH then they can get that free video course called First Steps to Famous. Awesome. And we'll link it also in um, the description so that way everybody can get to it if they need to. Awesome. Well, this has been so fun. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. You bet. Okay. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.